Worldview Update, bringing you closer to international or global news. Good morning. Being reported this morning that a special train carrying the leader of North Korea, Kim Jong-un, has crossed the border from his country into Russia. He's expected to meet the Russian president, Vladimir Putin. It's his first trip outside North Korea since the start of the pandemic. Also expected that the two de- leaders are looking to reach some kind of deal while Russia wants support for its invasion of Ukraine. North Korea wants Russia to help it at the United Nations and with food aid. Roland Henwood is a political scientist and commentator at the University of Pretoria. Roland, good morning. Good morning, Stephen. North Korea is under intense United Nations sanctions. It keeps testing nuclear weapons. It's very poor, very oppressive. What would it want from Russia? Probably support. Um, at the UN and trying to break some of the effect of sanctions and then more directly food aid. Um, We know that it's a huge problem. They have serious problems with producing enough food and with all the attention going into the technology sector and the development of um, technology that can be used for missiles and developing an arms industry, not enough money is being used and not enough development takes place in terms of food production. So we have famines that are quite regularly, um, and some of them are devastating, killing, I think the last number I saw was one of the famines killing more than 2 million people. So, so it has a huge impact, and that would probably be one of the short-term objectives. Is there much that North Korea can give Russia, does it have anything Russia wants? I've heard that perhaps Russia wants artillery ammunition, so artillery shells. But even then, we don't know how many artillery shells and what kind North Korea would have. That's an interesting question. And again, we don't know everything about North Korea. It's a hugely, um, it's a very close society. Little information coming out. And there seems to be two arguments. The one is that it's, um, yes, it's spending a lot of money and development focus on military technology. And there are some questions about the quality of what they produce. But there's another growing argument saying that they are very good at producing old technology, basically Russian technology, and they can produce more artillery shells in a year that Russia can do. They've got the capability to probably produce two to three times more that the Russian factories can do. So that can be a huge boost for Putin in terms of getting because he can apparently, or the figures going around is that Russia can produce 2.5 million artillery shells a year. Um, They're using seven and Korea can produce up to seven million a year. Russia has actually used nearly double that in the last year. So this can be quite important to them. There's so much going on here that sort of, Roland, reminds me of the Second World War. You've got Russia and China, who were very close at one point in the 60s. There was a thing called the the Russia-Sino split. Very complicated. I, I never quite understood all of it. North Korea sort of came out of the Second World War after the Korean War. You've got North Korea supplying Russian-designed weapons to Russia. All of this has such long historical roots. Yes, it does. But there are also other dimensions to this. And, and, and the issue is that the world has changed. And I would like to see what China's take in this is going to be. This may make China very uncomfortable because we know that China has not been as active and supporting the Russian war effort. Um, they've taken a decision that this is not in their own best interest. They're not going to do that. And we know there's a lot of tension between North Korea and China because of the nuclear program in North Korea. And also, by the way, Russia was one of the six sponsoring nations to try and block the North Korean nuclear program.
So, so I think this shows us a couple of things. Firstly, that things are changing. Russia is desperate. That's clear. So they will pay a high price to get North Korea to support the war effort. They can't do it on their own. Um, what that price is going to be can be quite scary also. Is it going to be political support? Is it going to be food aid? Or is it going to be the technology that North Korea is not getting from anywhere else to really refine and fast track its nuclear program? Because it has a nuclear and a missile program, but it is not the best quality. And this may be the downside of this for the others in the region. So I would guess that China, Japan, South Korea, and the U.S. especially would be very careful in watching what's happening here. Roland Henwood, thank you very much indeed. Political scientist and commentator at the University of Pretoria, 27 after 6.